This is Indigo Studio, and I'm Hermine Hartman. What does Bill Cosby, The Ellen Show, Kevin Hart, Christy Tagan, David Chappelle, what do they have in common? Well, they're all victims of council culture. That's the topic today. It's a new social media practice that can hurt or even cancel careers. What is cancel culture, and how does it work? That's what we're going to find out today in a Chicago conversation. We're going to talk to those who know. We're going to talk to an activist, minister, a marketing consultant, and a radio TV personality. Stay with us. Interesting conversation. Welcome to Indigo Studio. We've got a real session today. Cancel culture. We're going to talk about it, what it is. It's kind of new with social media. Our guest, Bishop Tavis Grant, he is the National Field Director with Rainbow Push. Leon Rogers, radio TV personality with iHeartRadio. And Mary Datcher, she is now a marketing consultant. Thank you all for being with us. Thank you for having me. Let's talk about cancel culture. This is a new phenomenon, probably out of social media, creation out of social media. Bishop, what is cancel culture? Part of our challenge in this culture is realizing that everything is not associated with social justice. So first of all, it's not social justice, it's not civil rights. In its essence, it is any group, any sector of our society finds someone who has been egregious, gone outside the boundaries, the margins, said something or done something that is uh, repugnant or, or atrocious or unacceptable, that particular group's purpose is to shut them down, cut them off from a livelihood, take down their platform, and basically annihilate them. That's what cancel culture is. So, Leon, with cancel culture, you do that, you shut them down, you annihilate them, you do it through social media. Mm-hmm. How's it work? Kind of catch-22 for me on that because I, I don't think some things can be canceled, even by the great mighty cancel culture. I think some things are stronger than the cancel culture. I do think when you go on social media, all it takes is for one person to start the chain, and then everybody jumps on. I like to call it piling on or bullying, depending on what it's about. Mm. You know, you get one person to say this about this person. Well, I don't like what he said. Then the next thing you know, here we go. Twitter is on fire. Instagram's on fire. Facebook's on fire. But I, I do feel that there are some things that, and some people, unfortunately, that can't be canceled. I don't care what you do. They're going to still have a fan base. They're still going to make money. Mm-hmm. And they're still going to, I mean, you know, one of them right now, I hate to say it, like, R. Kelly, like, Especially here in Chicago, just alone, people defend him. You so know? R. Kelly was a victim of cancel culture. Everybody no, that's said. a scandal right. and a crime. And a crime. That's not cancel culture. Some of the very people that want to cancel people, quite honestly, need to be, be canceled, canceled themselves. Right. It is a hybrid of censorship that is very dangerous for us as we talk about a R. Kelly, which is a scandal or a crime, or a Bill Cosby. Someone needs to applaud TV One. Prior to a Supreme Court overturning his conviction, they made a very conscious decision Who's to conviction? keep him, Bill Cosby, Bill Cosby mm-hmm. to keep him running on television because, as Leon is saying, some people are beyond that ceiling that we like to impose upon them. 
But other other stations did take his reruns but, off. So the cancel culture, the effect of it is to stop you, to cancel you, to prevent you, to ostracize. But right? let's be honest. Bill Cosby does a one-hour special right now. It'd be one of the most watched things on Incredible. Shocked the world. Because That's everybody true. wants to hear his side what of the story. So, I mean, and not saying it's right or wrong. I'm not here to judge, but I just think there's some things that you can't... I mean, Paul Mooney, a mentor of mine, somebody that I love dearly, who just passed away not too long ago, said whatever he wanted to, whenever he wanted to. Never got canceled. Mm-hmm. Never got and canceled. And wrote for comedians. Thank you. But so, this is a new phenomenon. This is a social media phenomenon. But he lived into that era. It wasn't like Paul Mooney wasn't privy to being around in the social media era. And he said things about white people, whatever. He didn't care. And at the end of the day, everybody should be entitled to their opinion. Understand that there are consequences for your opinion. Mm-hmm. But being canceled, being forced not to make a living or whatever because people just deem like we don't like you for this so we're going to get rid of you. So Mary, what are your thoughts on cancel culture? Is it is it, what it seems to me is that like Bishop said, the wrong hands, you can be doing something for for the fun of it. Is it race? Is it sex? Is it gender? Is it transgender? It's all of the above. It's all all of of the above, because what happens is that in the world of social media, because a lot of it has derived from social media, it has empowered people to feel like they can voice however, whenever, and to whom they want to at any given time, and there is no filter. Mm. So what we call keyboard gangsters, where they feel like they can OG you into shamed off of what you've just said. And Dave Chappelle right now is on everyone's tongues, no matter what you may think or what you may say about certain things, even dissecting. I you know, agree with what Leon earlier is watching this and seeing from the very beginning he was straight honest. So let's set right. it up because everybody yeah. hasn't seen it. So Dave Chappelle did his last comedy series. The Closer. On Netflix, mm-hmm. The yes. Closure. And so, and he talked about transgender. Yes. So some people did not like no. what he said. No. And it has been suggested that Netflix remove him. The president of Netflix has said, I am not going to take Dave Chappelle off of Netflix. Bold and appropriate. Highest, Bold and appropriate. Highest streamed comedy special on Netflix since the, bold, bold, since the company's bold, inception. Bold, million bold, dollars. Bold, bold and appropriate. I mean, we, we came up with LaWanda Page. Red and Fox. Red Fox mm-hmm. and Richard Pryor. Yeah. Pryor. These were blue comedians. We had, don't want to date anybody, but we had, to, we had to sneak. Yeah. And when our parents left home, we had to sneak, put those albums on and go, <laughs> oh my, I can't believe. And what is that? They would explain. What is, what, is, what is Red Fox talking about? What is Richard Pryor talking about? They have eliminated growth, maturity, and evolving. And when you listen to Dave Chappelle, you see someone in their craft evolving, taking on a real social issue mm-hmm. that requires some conversation, some discussion, and some emotion. When he talks about Daphne and goes into great detail. So talk about Daphne. Ver- talk about ver- what that is. A comedian that he allowed to open for him, mm-hmm. who was Trans- a transgender. transgender. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And he befriended her, and she befriended him, and they grew and because she embraced him in such a way, the same people who turned on Dave Chappelle turned on her to the degree that she committed suicide. Mm-hmm. Now, 
we are not evolved enough to have that conversation unless someone use their craft like a Colin Kaepernick. Use their craft to force us as a culture to have conversation and conversion at the same time. We want to shut him down. I'm not a comedian, but I've, I've had three encounters with comedians, Richard Pryor, George Wallace, and Dave Chappelle. Dave Chappelle had me in tears, not in humor tears, but the humanity that he went out of his way to really say, why don't you get it? Why are you off limits? Why are you, we have to get permission from you or approval from you to use our craft in a way that causes people, Mary, to say, I never saw it like that. Mm -hmm. I never I never thought I could be comfortable enough to call a transgender man a woman and mean it and and learned it not from a psychologist, not from someone clergy, but from a comedian. Mm -hmm. The third rail of gender today. Which has tried to be somewhat compared to what race was for civil rights. Mm in many instances is an overreach because we don't afford ourselves the opportunity to really know. If you go and walk through the streets of Chicago and ask people, what is LGBTQ? They don't have a clue. IA all right. plus. IA you plus IA. You gotta get all the letters. Right. And they, so they're gonna you, you got to have all the letters. Right, so you gotta get all the letters. Then you say juxtapose that to Black Lives Matter. All right, which means what to whom based upon where you come from. Is it offensiveness or is it sensitivity? And hold your answer, because we've got to take a commercial break, because we've got sensitive. We'll be right back. To be positioned for the future, companies are ready to implement energy-efficient opportunities to improve workplace comfort. That's why businesses throughout Northern Illinois are partnering with the ComEd Energy Efficiency Program to find up to 35% in energy savings. Because at ComEd, we're not just powering for the now, we're powering your business for what's ahead. Here's to those who refuse to accept they're only human. Blue Cross and Blue Shield of Illinois, proud server of the most advanced machine on earth. That's the sound of the ComEd Energy Efficiency Program, saving you up to $500 on your energy bills with rebates and discounts on energy efficient products. So you can enjoy the experience of coming back to a home full of savings. For all the journeys ahead, go with a partner who's been there from the beginning. Blue Cross and Blue Shield of Illinois is committed to advancing and simplifying the healthcare experience for its members and communities well into the future. Enroll at bcbsil.com. So we're talking about comedians and we're talking about the content. We're talking about the jokes. So there's satire, there's humor, there's funny. So would you consider Dave Chappelle? Dave Chappelle is the GOAT, as far as I'm concerned, with taking everyday life situations and bringing them to you and painting a picture where you laugh, but at the same time, you learn. And I think that's what I've always, people that I admired in the comedy game, like Damien Williams, Tony Schofield, my big brother, George Wilborn, 
comedians have that knack of making you laugh at something that you probably shouldn't be laughing at. But at the end of the day, you sit back and be like, wow, never looked at it that way. Like you said, Dave Chappelle didn't only take shots at LGBTQIA+. He also talked about the feminist movement. He also talked about, like, remember when he did about Jesse Smollett? Like, yes. sticks and stones. This is stemming from yes. sticks and stones. Yes. So when people say, oh, we're going to cancel Dave Chappelle, you couldn't cancel him on sticks and stones. And he did the same thing. And I love the fact where he said, I'm not addressing this anymore. I'm not, I'm not going to, you guys are not going to come out my mouth anymore about this. This is the last time you'll hear me talk so about it. So what about it. Ellen? Ellen got in trouble. Her, she lost her show last season. Because of some, because they said that her environment was, was toxic. Is that different or it, is yeah, that? It is, it is different, different because What's there, the there are people who allege that they were approached, they were involved, and they were violated. And it went unnoticed and unchecked on the show. Right. Mm-hmm. What Dave Chappelle and others have done is provided an opportunity through their art and their craft which is constitutionally free speech. But can you imagine if they shut down Deaf Comedy Jam? Where would we be? With, with Some the, of the archives, greats. Where you would can we go be? back and see all these up-and-coming comedians, and especially black comedians. So, so let's just break it down. Because at the very beginning of Chappelle's special, he made a very prolific and poignant statement. It was a question. Yes. Do you think gay people can be racist? And that's how he kicked it off so that it gives you a real opening to the difference. He also made reference to the baby. That, yes. That's what did it for and me. That yes. was like you could, we could talk openly <laughs> about black men being killed in the street and the music and everything else. But time I offend you or hurt your feelings, this community over here, now y'all want to cancel me. But over here, though, you know, we, we talk about black men being killed in the street. Black women being murdered, killed in the street by police or whatever. But that right there, oh, you know, that's y'all problem. You're going too far. Yeah, yeah. So what about this? What about, now we're talking about Dave Chappelle and that's current. Mm -hmm. But what about going back 10 years ago, going back in time, something somebody said. And so now today we're going to cancel you. Different time. In the 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 world court right now, they are trying a tower guard from a Holocaust camp. Mm-hmm. He is 100 mm-hmm. years old. Mm-hmm. I want you to follow the analogy, Mary. He's 100 years old. He's not necessarily responsible for sending people to the gas chamber. They caught him, found out he was there, and they're trying him in the world court right now. We have three African-Americans who survived the Tulsa massacre. 101, 105, 106. Why can't we go far back, back that far and compensate those people? We're going to go way back in your record, go way back in Mary's record, and say she said something while she was a senior in, high, in college. She wrote it in the newspaper. We're going to take our journalism from her. Discredit everything. We're gonna, he, he did a show for, for some radio, ham radio station, and he was playing, you know, two live crew or something, and we're going to take it. How, how can you go back in that direction, but you can't go back in the other direction well, you know, where me, real justice lies. Let me tell you what this made me think of. When I called Mary, you and I had a long conversation on council culture. What might they have done to Dr. King? If cancel culture was alive and well during King's day, 
See what would they have done? There would have been no king. That, <laughs> what would they have done to Malcolm? But see, see they become I, great see, upon death. But those they, are, in 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 their day, there was controversy. I disagree. Oh, it's racist. Oh, it's this. Oh, black folks sit down. Oh, just wait and da 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 da. What if you would have had camp? Would that have been cancel culture? Me personally, I feel like those are two people. When you say those names that had a strong enough following and people behind them where they wouldn't have been totally canceled. Like, far as when we say cancel culture, yeah, the other side might not have liked them, but Malcolm X and Martin Luther King would have still had black people rolling with them, I feel. Okay. Dr. King, at at his death, was the most vilified man in America. Right. In his later years. In his later years, as he was assassinated. He could not make payroll. He could not pay the people who were working for him. Because there were factions in the culture, Mm -hmm. in the black community, Mm -hmm. who were supporting the silencing. This is an evolving. And it's what I I think that our challenge with this is how much do we want to evolve? Do we really want it forced upon us? Or do we want to grow into this where we grow in our own increments in this culture of, of coexisting? I might be a little confused as far as cancel culture, because cancel to me means when you walk in a room, you don't even matter. Mm-hmm. Nobody's paying attention to you. Nobody cares. you got to be able to make a living. That's what makes this cancerous as a cancel culture. Mm-hmm. They want to take your ability, Everything. your ability as, a, as, as an artist, as a comedian, as a writer, as a journalist. They want to take that, take all of that from you. So walking into a diner, walking into a venue, and people clapping for you doesn't get your bills paid. And that is what is, you know, with civil rights, we never went in, in terms of just decimating people economically. Mm. We ultimately wanted to reconcile. And there's, there's a day of reckoning. You, you cannot sustain this level of pushback in the culture. Ultimately, it turns. And on that note, so that we don't have a bad, and so that we can pay the bills, we will be right back. We're going to take commercial break. To be positioned for the future, companies are ready to implement energy-efficient opportunities to improve workplace comfort. That's why businesses throughout Northern Illinois are partnering with the ComEd Energy Efficiency Program to find up to 35% in energy savings. Because at ComEd, we're not just powering for the now, we're powering your business for what's ahead. Technology is meant to make our lives better, especially when it makes them easier, happier, and healthier. Blue Cross and Blue Shield of Illinois is committed to advancing and simplifying the healthcare experience for its members and communities. Enroll at bcbsil.com. That's the sound of the ComEd Energy Efficiency Program, saving you up to $500 on your energy bills with rebates and discounts on energy-efficient products so you can enjoy the experience of coming back to a home full of savings. From preventive cancer screenings and diabetes care to hypertension and behavioral health management, Blue Cross and Blue Shield of Illinois is committed to advancing and simplifying the healthcare experience for its members and communities. Enroll at bcbsil.com. 
the difference between a boycott right. and cancel culture? What's the difference? Well, so the, Rosa the, Parks, the, the, we boycotted the, the result with boycotts were always a means of justice. For a purpose. Employment, contracts, procurement, equity, racism, racism. This goes to the heart of saying not a system. If they really, why don't they go at Netflix? Because there's a lot of content on Netflix. Yeah. There's a lot of content on Hulu. There's a lot of content streaming. Why not go at streaming as a whole? Okay, because he referenced sticks and stones. This is not new. Not right. Many of us who are Dave Chappelle fans, we were looking forward to this. We said, well, he, he what are you going to say next? Absolutely. Okay. Right. So, so to say now we now we got him. There is a, and Mary's in the marketing, there is a marketing dynamic to this. Mm-hmm. That if we notice that they only select who they select. Oh, absolutely. And others get a pass for whatever reason they get. That's why I say there's no moral center to it. There's no principled center to it to where you can truly say, you know what, we need this out. This is not good for anybody. It's it's kind of like what's going on with John Gruden right now, right? Yes. With his emails from 10 years ago when he didn't even work for the NFL. Now, I'm not saying he's right. I was highly disappointed as well. But he's the fall guy. But he had email messages back and forth with the Washington Redskins owner. Like, so are you going to expose what those owners said? Which, is, which was not. The investigation didn't start. There's 650,000. <laughs> 650,000 <laughs> emails. <laughs> where they were investigating another football team and an owner. An owner. And get John Gruden. Mm-hmm. Okay, He's so a now, scapegoat, so okay. he gets canceled. So here's and the $64,000 question. Why didn't Trump experience cancel culture as he made his statement about grabbing women by the groin based on being a celebrity? Well, then you have to look at the media. Followed, yeah. yeah, you have to look at the media outlets, too. Fox was a big component of what he was delivering. It was Fox who really developed that whole synergy of this is what we're going to put out, whether it's right or wrong, and this is who we're going to put out front to support that cause. But the public didn't get angry enough as a woman I was just, it was, a, it was, it was a but, great but insult. As, as a black woman. Now we're talking about but the other a, flip side. You of know that. what I wanted to do? Well, for I me, I wanted was, to go get Trump and take him to the Dayton game <laughs> and say, for now me, say that up in here. The 50 yard line still. The 50 yard line. Okay. <laughs> for me, though, you know, for that's me, what though, I was, come on, Trump. I got like, something for you. It was kind of <laughs> like Trump was a video game and unlocked the secret code to find his people yeah. that think the same way he does. That's one of those guys where I'm like, how are you going to cancel him? Because he's got a group of tiki torch, khaki-wearing dudes that's going to ride with him no matter what he and says. It, and, and like sex itself, sell, right, right. it's the new sex, whether right. people want to admit, admit it from a marketing standpoint. The cancel culture? And I don't approve. Of course it does, because you don't know how many people who would have never watched Dave Chappelle watch Dave Chappelle. Now it's a watch. double-edged sword. That's what I'm it saying. It depends on who's holding the sword. When you talk about a Donald Trump, and how inflammatory and how indignant Gaslighting. and how and how grossly insulting. insulting he has been. And yet he is still a power to be reckoned with. I think where it loses its, its value in the culture is that it is not subjected to any real standard, sustainable standard. Mm-hmm. That when you reach that threshold, anybody in any genre 
This is how we apply it. Mm -hmm. When you use the N word, there's a standard. Yeah. When you shoot and kill black unarmed people, there's now a standard. It is it is not as subjective as it used to be. And now we're seeing prosecutors now being prosecuted for malfeasance on their level. And policemen and put police, in jail. Policemen are Bishop, being convicted. Do we have to do we have to one thing I will say about the LGBTQ community, when they move on something, they, they move. move. They as move a in unison. Like they they ain't playing, it ain't mm -hmm. no three or four of them. They all pick up the, the, the spear and the shield and they, they go 300 on us. Like as African-Americans, I felt like if we would do that in our communities, a lot of stuff would change too, but we somehow don't seem to do that. And I'm not talking about cancel culture, I'm just getting stuff done. Because cancel culture, you have to have a group of people to get that done. It's, it a, mass, just, it's a mass yeah, effort. It's we, a we, we have to decide like they decide in that community. Here is what our expectation is and no is not an option. When you look at the fact that the George Floyd bill is still sitting on the desk, it's dead on arrival. But the Asian hate bill got passed. Asian hate bill got passed 94 to 2. And now, in a moment of twinkle of an eye, they want to wipe out Dave Chappelle's career. We've never moved like that in a very, very long time in a consistent way to say, whether it's education, whether it's employment, whether it's economics, here is our standard now as a community. And the standard's not coming down. If it does anything else, Mary, it. it's, going, it's going to another level. Right. And that's why I want, to, I want to say this again. We've not evolved to that point to where we're independent enough in our thinking and bold enough and unapologetic in our thinking to say, this is what we want and there is no option. There's a $3 trillion bill on the table. $3 trillion. Do you know how many billions of dollars it makes to, to make $1 trillion? And we're still sitting around talking about, can we raise the minimum wage to $15? <laughs> we don't have a standard. And that's, you have to give them credit. They at least Man. have, that, have that, that ceiling. And when you hit it, they, they sweat it. Yeah, yeah, but where do they learn it from? See, so that, that's the next it comes from phase. It comes from civil rights There movement. you go. Thanks for being with us today. This was a great discussion on cancel culture, something new, a new phenomena through social media in our environment right now. Thanks for being with us. This is Indigo Studio. Thank you.